Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. On today's show, I want to talk about a new report that just came out this week. It's called the Global Financial Centers Index. And this report comes out every six months or so, and it ranks the top world's financial centers, the the top cities in the world. And for the first time, Toronto has ranked in the top 10 of the world's uh, great global financial centers. Now, obviously, the typical cities that you would expect at the top of the list are there. Uh, This year, London is ranked, uh, or this report, London's ranked as the number one financial center in the world. New York City, number two. Hong Kong, number three. Other cities, uh, as you go down the list, Singapore, Tokyo, Seoul, Zurich, and then you have Toronto sitting number eight, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C., rounding out the top 10. So I want to talk about this report today and what the implications are for the Toronto condo investor, you yourself who are looking at investing in the market, or maybe you already are in the market. What does it mean for Toronto to be ranked like this? And um, what what uh, should we do about it as condo investors? So let's talk about that. Now, the first thing uh, to note is that Toronto is the biggest um, climber this year uh, in the top 10. It moved up three spots. It actually was never in the top 10 before. Last reporter was at number 11. And now it's at number eight. So it's the biggest jumper uh, in the group. And the other thing of note is that it's the only, you know, in terms of North American cities, the only other city above Toronto now is New York City. So think about that. Toronto's ahead of Chicago. Toronto's ahead of Boston. Toronto's ahead of Los Angeles, San Francisco, Washington, um, all these cities, Toronto is now has now surpassed in terms of uh, a global financial center, according to this report. It's worth noting as well what this report is actually, the, the measurements that it's using. Um, and the criteria they look at, they say, is business environment, number one, financial sector development, number two, infrastructure, three, human capital, four, and the fifth factor is reputational and general factors. So those are the factors they're looking at um, as they do these reports. And Toronto is, uh, is again, number eight. It's the biggest climber. It's the um, number two city in North America, only second to NYC. So this is, this is very good news for the city. It definitely speaks to the strength of the financial sector in Toronto. It's a good reminder as investors, like if you're looking, you know, sort of globally speaking, if you're looking at investing in different cities, it's always good to invest in a financial center that is where the money is. That is where the money's invested. That is where the banks are. That is uh, the most important city financially um, in that particular country. And obviously Toronto is that for Canada and has been for quite some time. Of course, maybe it wasn't always that way. Uh, once upon a time, not too long ago, Montreal was really the um, financial center of Canada. But uh, now just a few decades later, Toronto has definitely supplanted Montreal for many years now and is, uh, is growing as uh, in importance. And so the decades to come are looking very good for um, the city of Toronto as well. 
So what are the, some of the uh, key things that I'm taking from this report? Let's talk about that. So the first thing is that Toronto is incredibly cheap by, by any standard. Toronto is very cheap. So if you look at how these, look at the prices of real estate in any of these cities in the top 10, certainly any of the, any of the cities uh, above Toronto in this list are exponentially more expensive than Toronto. I just did uh, some basic uh, research on Google as I'm preparing for this podcast Look at the top cities, New York, New York, London, Hong Kong, uh, average prices there. Uh, it's just, again, I mean, you can't even compare. It's not even, it's night and day. New York City, the average apartment price, recent statistics, is about $2.5 million Canadian. That's just an average price. Uh, that's for Manhattan. Central London prices are even crazier, as you can imagine. Uh, about $3 million Canadian is the average um, price in London. And, you know, you start talking about Hong Kong, Singapore, Tokyo. I mean, it's it's actually even worse. The price per square foot, um, you know, is two, three, four, five, six thousand dollars a square foot is, is normal in, in a lot of these cities. Uh, so the average prices is just absolutely off the charts. Um, in comparison to Toronto, where, again, you have to think about how unique Toronto is on the world stage, where we are a major world global financial center, yet the average person can still afford to buy real estate within a five to 10 minute walk of the, you know, the, the core of the financial district in one of the world's great financial centers. I mean, think about that. You can buy a condo downtown Toronto still for you know, as low as $200,000 Canadian, which is absolute chump change, which is, you know, uh, less than 10% of the average price in some of these other global financial centers, you can still buy real estate and own it. It's yours for less than 10% of the average price in some of these other world uh, cities. Now, I'm not, not to say, obviously, that Toronto is going to overtake New York, London, that Toronto is in the same league as New York and London, that, uh, you know, that our trajectory is, is to become uh, the next New York or London. No, I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen in our, uh, you know, in the immediate uh, 20 to 30 year sort of time horizon. It might happen one day uh, in our lifetimes, but it's not in the sort of immediate uh, timeline horizon, 10, 20, 30 years out. But uh, Toronto is increasing in importance and it is gaining importance and it, uh, the gap is narrowing between these uh, upper tier cities and Toronto in terms of uh, being a global financial center, in terms of getting money and investment from around the world, in terms of uh, all these international banks and financiers opening subsidiaries and locations and, 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 start, and having jobs and offices and... Uh, and uh, spending time, money, investment in our city. So it's definitely important to understand this and to, to take note of this as a real estate investor. So that's the first thing I want to point out is Toronto is very cheap and uh, it's, it's certainly a relevant point to consider. The second thing is that Toronto is rising. Again, I just alluded to this, the fact that um, we are... More than anyone else on this list, Toronto is rising quickly. We've risen three spots on this. We're the only uh, 
city in the top 10 that has, has done that. And there's a very great quote from the report itself. I looked more into the report itself and uh, there's a quote from an investment banker in New York City and he says, Toronto seems to get stronger and stronger. A number of our rivals have opened up subsidiaries there. So that's just a great sort of summation quote um, from somebody outside of Toronto to sort of indicate that Toronto is, uh, is a rising star in the world scene in terms of finance. So the third point I want to talk about is that the whole world is now really looking at Toronto and is looking at Toronto real estate. So as local investors here, um, we need to take note of this. We need to understand the opportunity that is in front of us. Um, and we need to know that the, uh, the days of cheap real estate in Toronto perhaps are numbered and you might as well uh, participate in this market now because the whole world again is looking at Toronto. I just came back from a meeting, uh, personal story here. I just came back from a, a, a coaching program that I'm involved with, a mastermind sort of program. And uh, it was in a great meeting all day yesterday. There's people who come from all over the world, business people and entrepreneurs, uh, business owners and entrepreneurs from all over the world come to this particular program um, that I'm part of. And Anytime I mention to, to in the conversations to people from around the world that I'm in real estate, that I sell condos, uh, everybody has the same reaction. Oh, um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the condo market is very strong. It's very, it's booming. And I love the fact that the Canadian dollar is so low right now. I'm, I'm sort of thinking about getting some real estate in Toronto. I mean, this is, this is the reaction that everyone seems to be giving me. Uh, when I'm talking to people from outside of uh, Toronto. Not only that, uh, just anecdotally recently in the past couple of months, um, I've noticed a big increase in inquiries from people who, Canadians or people who have ties to Canada who are earning uh, US dollars or other currencies, their renewed interest in Canadian real estate. So anybody, uh, whether you're Canadian or whether you're American or whether you're anything else and you're you're earning dollars in a currency other than Canadian, you suddenly have so much more buying power because the Canadian dollar has gotten so low in recent months. Uh, the news just this morning is that the Canadian dollar is now at an 11-year low. Um, it just seems to be every week now, it's just is, is lower and lower. It's, it's a six-year low. It's a seven-year low, 10-year low now. Today's news, it's an 11-year low, the lowest point it has been in 11 years. And so certainly the opportunity is there and a lot of people are taking advantage of it now. Anyone who's earning um, earning in a currency other than the Canadian dollar, whether they are Canadians, uh, ex expats working in New York City or London or other places, um, they're looking to invest in Canada, they see the opportunity is now. Um, or whether they're just uh, a lot of, I'm getting a lot more calls just from Americans in general who... Um, who, you know, the, the America, a lot of the American real estate markets have rebounded. They don't see as much room for growth there. And they see an incredible opportunity to purchase Canadian real estate now that the dollar has dropped so much in recent months. So again, just to recap the point so far, Toronto is very cheap by international standards. Number one, Toronto is, is a rising star. Number two, number three, we talked about that the world now is really looking at Toronto. Number four, uh, the segue now would be that after these points is, is that the opportunity to invest in Toronto is now. 
I mean, really, I, I truly believe there's never been a better opportunity to invest in Toronto than right now. Um, and the growth that the city, I think, will, will experience over the years to come is going to be phenomenal. Um, and the days of cheap real estate, I've talked about this so often on this podcast, the days of cheap real estate in Toronto, I believe, are numbered. Um, and I believe in the future, you're going to look back at, uh, at these days and, and say, man, I, I can't believe we used to be able to buy condos downtown Toronto. Um, and other places, uh, in, uh, similar places for so cheap, you know, for 200, 300, $400,000. People are, are just going to, uh, look back in the future and just shake their heads in disbelief if, if they didn't purchase, uh, at this time. And those who are purchasing now, I think will look back and say, wow, what a great, wise decision that I made. That's one of the best decisions I've ever made was to purchase um, in Toronto. And as the common phrase with many of my clients, it's you're looking back years down the road and it's always, I wish I had a bot more. And the final point I just want to talk about on today's episode is uh, somewhat related. It's another news article. I'll include a link to this uh, in the show notes for this episode, as well as the show notes for uh, Sorry, as well as a, a link to the um, Global Financial Center's uh, piece. I'll also include a link to this article, which is just in the paper today, Globe and Mail. And basically, BMO, uh, a BMO study has come out and they've shown that condos are a better investment than the TSX. Think about that. A bank, uh, an investment branch of the investment branch of the bank, actually, Nesbitt Burns, has come out and admitted essentially that condos are a better investment. Over the last 15 years, they looked at uh, 2000 to 2015. If you had just purchased condos, you would have basically done better than putting your money in the TSX or in the stock market in general. Wow. I mean, if ever there was a, um, I guess you could say damn, damning uh, statement against the stock market. It would be, you know, by the stock market industry itself coming out and basically admitting, yeah, you know what? Uh, these condos are uh, actually a pretty good investment. Um, and the numbers are even better, really, than what their simplistic studies uh, show. Basically, they're just looking at average price over time. Um, they don't account for the fact that the average size of condos has gotten much smaller. So um, the rates of return are actually inflated uh, even beyond what the what the basic simplistic uh, look at the numbers have said. So there you have it right from the horse's mouth itself. Uh, if you don't believe that for me, when I say that condos are a good investment, then maybe you'll believe uh, one of the investment uh, banks that's basically saying, that's selling, you know, stock market, and they're basically admitting that uh, condos are better than the stock market. Wow, bombshell! Um, really interesting to see that, and uh, I think uh, it's definitely a wake-up call again for anyone who's who's counting on the stock market to uh, take them to retirement, to make them wealthy. Um, unless you're an insider, unless you have some specialized knowledge, unless you have some specialized connections. Uh, good luck with that. Um, it's, it's a very difficult game to play. Um, condos, investing in, in real estate like that is maybe not as sexy, maybe not as uh, fun and, and interesting. It's maybe a little bit slow and steady, but 
that's that's for me that's perfect that's the way to grow wealth um it's the best way to grow wealth the most proven way uh over time to grow wealth is through cash flowing real estate okay that's enough from me for this week i hope you enjoyed this episode again for all the show notes links to the things i talked about on this episode just head on over to truecondos.com slash podcast and you can find the show notes for this episode as well as all the other episodes in uh in our uh, illustrious uh, podcast series that we've been doing for over a year now okay i hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.